Not bitter, just better. The all-new Everton podcast. Part 2, Saturday the 14th of September, and this is the Not Bitter, Just Better Match Day Live podcast. I'm Mark Math. with me as always is Johnny Seven. Hello everyone. And back from his worldwide travels is our resident idiot, Paul Cronin. Hello. Last week you called me a roving reporter. What, what exactly is a rove? Uh, it's a good question, that. No idea. And you just instantly stumped me, so <laughs> thanks for that, Paul. Um, I reckon a rove should be someone who walks along the street with a bottle of cell for two hours before the match and then just watches the match, piss the fuck, and then reports on it. Right, OK. That, that is the new definition of rove, if you look it up in the dictionary. Um, we're in our match day home now, hopefully for the rest of the season, the players' lounge. Uh, Paul's put 50p in the lucky meter and got it working. So we're all set no up. Though. Yeah, we've still got no gas. Oh, I've got no gas. So um, we're in our, in our new little Not Bitter Just Better recording studio slash Everton memorabilia corner. Surrounded by Everton legends such as uh, Graham Sharp, uh, Alan Ball, Dave Vixen. Alan Fellaini. unfortunately. Yeah, if, uh, if anyone wants to come and see us, we have got signed Marathon Fellaini Everton prints for sale for uh, probably about five pence, yeah, if anyone well, wants we, one. We give people a five now, don't we? Uh, the Man United game's on here at the minute, and uh, Fellaini's not long been on the pitch. Yeah, and I've just put out on the Facebook, uh, I don't like seeing him in that red shirt. I know he plays for Belgium sometimes in a red shirt, but it's horrible, isn't it? It's, it's, it's just dead strange seeing him like that. Yeah, it's just it's, it's weird. I, I just uh, can't get me around, but what's even weirder is that Wayne Rooney is wearing some sort of uh, sub-central LA bandana around his head. What's that all about? Yeah, it looks like a sumo snappy around his head. <laughs> it's bizarre. <laughs> um, but yeah. that's enough, enough about Man United today. Today's all about the Blues. And, yeah. uh, Match is still on in the background here, the Man U game, so if you, you might hear a bit of atmosphere. People are going to be coming in and, in and out yeah. uh, from about three o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, can, you can hear Paul's. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Paul's walking around like a headless chicken trying to get the Match Day line set up for uh, people to start coming in. We should have about 70 or 80 they are blues in here today, uh, and hopefully we should have a bit of a uh, bouncing atmosphere. And uh, a small matter of Kevin Sheedy popping in after the game as well. Yeah. Well, we get away with Kevin Sheedy out there as well. So yeah, yeah, hopefully we're going to bring in our first sort of uh, player interview on a match day today. Uh, Kevin Sheedy's in, so I'm sure we can ask him a few questions about uh, the sweetest left peg that Goodison's ever seen. Well, uh, we'll have team news as well once we get it. A uh, um, little bit of reflection on that. Uh, as far as we know, McCarthy is, was a little bit of a doubt coming into it because he picked up a knock on international duty. Uh, it looks like Barkley's going to keep his place. Uh, obviously, the Cathy's still ineligible. Well, is ineligible because uh, Chelsea's was, a parent club. There was some talk yesterday. I don't know if this has been backed up this morning, but about Coleman possibly having a knock on Yeah, being a little bit of a niggle. Uh, when I was doing my fancy football scouting today, he was on a doubts list. So, um, uh, so possibly maybe Hibbo coming in for yeah, that was, Coleman, that was possibly. But uh, as I say, as soon as we hear anything, you, the, the thing is, this is a match day live, but you won't actually hear this till the day after the game. So our up-to-date live team news will mean absolutely nothing to you. But, but it'll give you a little bit of you know insight into the whole match day routine if you're not there. That's it. We're just trying to give you the reflection of, of what a blue goes through on, on a match day, really. So uh, as soon as we hear any team news, we'll uh, we'll tell you what we think about it and. Uh, Try and keep it as up to date as possible. Yeah, so obviously uh, on the podcast on Thursday, Johnny and I 
gave our thoughts and predictions on today's game against Chelsea. Uh, Johnny did as usual, sat on the fence, uh, had no balls and decided not to give us a prediction. Uh, I went for a 1-1 draw, which I'm still sticking by this morning. Uh, we've got Paul with us at the moment. Uh, Paul, your thoughts on today's game? Um, not good, to be honest. And it's I'll, not like you to be negative, Paul. No, no, I'm not a negative person normally. But, you know, after a weekend when Everton play, I get come over all fucking negative. But um, we always seem to play well against Chelsea, but then come up a bit short. Um, Remember that year when Drogba scored in the last couple of minutes and I think Lampard scored the cracker as yeah, well. Yeah, we discussed that all the goals yeah, in that game. Yeah. And, um, you know, Carlin Cup semi-final, we come up a bit short, didn't we? Um, today, I think we're going to struggle scoring. If we try and pass them to death and win the passing, I think we'll get beat at that. I think they've got a really, really good squad and... Who, who do you, who I, I do you, think we'll score today. Who do you think, think they'll play? This is, we couldn't work this out today. I mean, who do you think they'll start? I definitely reckon they'll play Everton. Oh, in their team. Yeah, um, I think they'll definitely play yeah, Everton. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right there. Um, do you think we'll see Eto up front or Torres? No, I think he'll be on the bench. I think he'll start with Torres, but I, I, I like that. I've had Jack Yelkin. Hazard's supposed to be yeah, first, unfortunately. And, and I like Lampard. He, he, he's, in, he's in the right place at the right time when he needs to be. Um, I quite Oh yeah, it's just all the, all the people that support him, and then we've we, we've struggled putting our chances away, and obviously the other fellow Kuku can't play today, and I think they'll be able to take care of um, Gary Cahill's good. I like him, I like him and Jagiel do both for England. He looks solid. Um, I think they'll be able to cope with uh, Yelovich up front or Kone, whoever plays. And I think we're going to go two down, pull a goal back and get B3-1. That's my prediction for today. 3-1 defeat? 3-1 defeat, yeah. Oh, well, that's just cheering me yeah. up, Paul. Thanks yeah. a lot for that. Well, uh, I think there's a bonus from this point on, isn't it? So, in your opinion, who, who do you think will start well from today? Do you think it'll be Kone or do you think it'll be Yelovich? There's no news filtered down yet as, as um, which one will start. I think he'll probably stick with Yelovich, kind of by default, because... Yeah, I agree. ...when Kone's... Adam's little cameo appearances, he hasn't really done much. I'd like to see Delaferri in the team. He just looks dangerous and creates things. Um, do, do you agree this is probably Yelovich's last chance to make an impact before he uh, loses his starting spot? Um, well, yeah, now that Lukuku will be able to play, or Lukaku, whatever you want to call him. I was going to call him Koo. Um, now he can play, I think it is his last chance, yeah. Um, and I'm a little bit worried if, if it goes the way I think it's going to go today and we get beat we'll struggle getting three points at West Ham next week and then we're at City away oh no we've got, we've got Newcastle haven't we in between yeah Newcastle you know, on the Monday night on Sky you know it, it is going to start getting a bit tougher for us now and we need to get points on the board and if we're still left with three points after today there's a bit of pressure on us already well, that was uh, that was Paul on our weekly suicide watch there. Just uh, going off my tablets now. Yeah, we, antidepressants. We'll make sure he gets his medication, uh, and we'll be back in a little bit. This is the Not Bitter, Just Better Everton podcast. If you haven't already, go and like us on Facebook, facebook.com/slash EFC Not Bitter Just Better, or you can find us on Twitter at Just Better EFC. Hello, Blue Boys. Yeah, I think uh, Everton should play with we're in attacking formation today. Give uh, Chelsea something to actually 
uh, worry about uh, with Ross Barkley and Gerard Delafu. Um, attacking the Chelsea, the Chelsea defence. Uh, I think we can actually go on and win this today. Uh, we do have a good record against Chelsea, especially at Goodison Park. Uh, I reckon the Blues 2-1. Come on, you Blues. Stayed the thought of Danny Ralston. Uh, he's just uh, emailed us. Uh, you can get involved. Just send us an email to notbitterjustbetteroutlook.com, uh, or you can send us to our Facebook or Twitter pages. Yeah, it's coming up to uh, quarter past four now. Uh, about an hour and fifteen minutes to kick off. Just awaiting the team news, and uh, the atmosphere is starting to build nicely in uh, players' lounge, John. Yeah, just uh, a little walk down Country Road before. Loads of blues around already. Uh, the the other matches are being showed in the pubs around here, so yeah, really feeling the buzz of it. I just can't wait though. It seems like we've been waiting for, for hours for the team news. Uh, no, we're out, out by now, isn't it? Well, no, it seems no, we're out by now. We don't read it. Yeah, obviously, I mean, we already touched on it uh, on Thursday's podcast. Uh, I'm expecting a really good atmosphere there today with it being a later kick-off. And uh, obviously all the, all the lads and all the boys who go to the game have been out on the pop all afternoon. Yeah. If we win, it'll be bouncing in here later, I'll tell you that. We're definitely going to be a sing-song. If we lose, we still might have a sing-song anyway, because everyone will be pissed. Yeah, but I expect it to be a bit flatter. <laughs> Okay, so it's just gone 20 to 5, and we've just got the team news. Uh, so, as we expected in, at the back, but uh, no sign of uh, Pina, no star for McCarthy. Barkley keeps his place, in comes Naismith, and as we pretty much pretty much guaranteed that Jelovic up top. Yeah, obviously Gallup Barry's coming uh, central midfield. Uh, the surprising one, obviously, is Stephen Naismith, which I don't think uh, will be met with a uh, sort of universal uh, excitement from a lot of the Blues fans. Uh, just quickly go to the Chelsea side. They start with uh, Samuel Eto'o up front. And it looks like they've got uh, the three attacking midfielders behind them in the form of uh, Shaler, Hazard and Juan Mata. These are making the first appearance in the league this season, I think. So uh, a few surprises there. Um, I'm going to stick with my, my draw prediction. Um, yeah, I'm still not going to predict at all. The funny thing is, the, the, the bench as well. No peanut on the bench, so he must have taken a lot today or yesterday or something. Uh, maybe in the warm up. Um, yeah, strange one. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure he can be on the bench. He's, he's clearly injured anyway, so. Uh, Rogue Angry Porter here. I told you that I wouldn't play. Well, we're going to try and get a few predictions from around the uh, around the pub here, so uh, bear with us. I am Ian Snowden, and you're listening to the Not Bitter, Just Better podcast. Yeah, just a bit of reaction now to uh, the team news being in. Uh, we've got one of the friends of the podcast with, uh, with us at the moment, Tommy Ainsworth. Uh, Tommy, what's your thoughts on the team? Before I seen the team, obviously it's only just come out in the last few minutes or so. Uh, I just thought, hopefully, with the new sounds we bought, we've still a good chance. It was actually uh, quite positive about what we we're going to do today. I was just estimating actually a 3 0 win, which may be a bit over positive, but I was feeling positive today, but I just don't get it with this, this team. And uh, I, I, I do like the new manager, but I just don't understand Stephen Naismith. I just can't see it. Why, why is he starting this game? I just don't get that at all. I mean, put Pinar on the bench, which we all know. No, Pinar and Leighton Baines go hand in hand. We've been fighting hard. 
Bensong. Yeah, song. Yeah, he's not made it. Sorry, he's not even, sorry, he's not even, my mistake again, he's not even made the Bensong look. Normally we'd anticipate that the manager or something to do with the club would come out and mention the fact that there's been a few injuries. Obviously to explain, he was a bit desperate, a bit, a bit thin on the ground, uh, why, why, why changes have been made. But I just don't understand the, the Stephen Naismith thing. You know, the, the lad's not a bad lad, but we don't need not bad lads. We need players who are there to perform. And at the moment, Naismith is just not the man to do the job. Where's Pienaar? Where is he? So would you, uh, would you prefer to see maybe uh, Delafayou come in? Yeah, well, what do we bring him in for? The man's got skill, hasn't he? Uh, you know, it, it's been said, you know, banded around people, fans, rumours that, and I believe it to be true that he's such a good player. You know, he's not, he's not knocking around, he's training with Messi, and there's a £30 million price tag being placed on his head. You know, because of Martinez, we've got him in, and what we've seen of him so far, he's shown quite a bit of quality, and, you know, he has worried defences up to now. But he's got lots to learn, don't get me wrong, I don't think he's, you know, your first team place all the time, but uh, I just don't get it. You know, he's, he's not playing, I'd rather have had him any day than Naismith, he will create problems in that midfield, he scares defences. Uh, just apart from that, obviously, uh, just looking at the bench, apart from Delafayne, uh, there's not another single attacking option apart from uh, Maggie Gay coming in. We've not got a manager there, and I'd assume that he'd actually gone out anyway on loan, so uh, a, a, a surprise to see his name even on the bench, I, I thought he, I'm sure he did, didn't he go somewhere, Mark? He, he did go last season, but obviously he's come back to start to this season. No, I thought he'd been sent back out again for more experience, and he's not He's not exactly the first name that slips off the tongue, is he, when you're looking for a, a, an attacking option. He's not a bad player, but and he's got a future. But uh, we need a striker on, on the bench there, at least to swap over with Yelovic. You can't leave all the pressure on Nikita Yelovic, though, you know, he might have been unlucky at the moment. I just don't get him the guy gating and a Naismith at all. I just wonder what uh, Martinez is thinking there with that. So, just a quick uh, score prediction, Tommy, now. Well, like I said before, come here, I was really, really positive. I'll take a point all day now. Uh, we've still got a bit of quality there. Obviously, Gareth Babbage in the start. Uh, let's hope he holds that midfield. Got a few crunching and tackles. Let them know what about. Let's uh, one all. I, I just I think think one all. I'd like a two one. Three points for the lads. We desperately need it. But one all all day. Yeah, one all seems to be uh, the majority vote at the minute. We're getting a lot of feedback and uh, tweets and, and, on, on our Facebook about the uh, the team selection so far. Uh, basically, the, the majority of it is uh, reaction to Naismith being included. Um, and Osman being included. It doesn't look like the best central midfield partnership there, uh, Naismith. And I think Naismith's probably going to play on the le- wide left with, uh, with Pienaar being out. Uh, Osman probably in support. Jalovic up front and uh, Barry as we as we expected playing that what we probably call the Gibson role um, anyway atmosphere is still building here we're going to leave the atmosphere here and go and head to the, the home of football to soak up the atmosphere there as well
So it's just gone at half time here, and it's a very different story than it might might have been uh, 30 seconds before. Uh, Naismith popping up with a goal, and Chelsea could have been four or five nil up. Uh, thought we started off okay. Uh, seemed to control the first 20 minutes. So, uh, but then Chelsea seemed to get a grip of the game and were well, it was like the Alamo. They were coming at us. Uh, Howard, dreadful bit of uh, bit of play. Put it on a play form. Barry came in with the last bit, uh, last ditch uh, challenge. Uh, yeah, so we could have been about four 0 down, but going in one 0 up. Pass it over to Mar. Yeah, I think. Um... Basically, story of the first half, well, to the first half an hour, uh, the Blues dominated possession, uh, looked fairly comfortable. A couple of times Chelsea caught us on a break, but never really, really looked like scoring. Um, but again, for all the possession we had on the first half an hour, we didn't really create a chance. Um, towards the, the tail end of the first half, Chelsea started to come back into the game. Uh, as John said there, there was a bit of a poo your pants moment where uh, Tim Howard had a bit of a, a Tourette's minute and uh, gave the ball away uh, in the six yard box and we got saved by Gareth Barry who's probably been our best player in the first half really uh, and then as a bit of a Brucey bonus last kick of the first half virtually or last edit of the first half Stevie Naismith pops up and uh, gets us the lead going in great time to score going in for the half time break uh, hopefully we can uh, kick on from here now get back control of the game and uh, keep the 1-0 or maybe even extend the lead a bit further Time now we're back in the players lounge um, and Kevin Sheedy is in the house and we've just beat Chelsea 1-0 does it, does it get much better than that Johnny? Uh, well it's a bit different isn't it? <laughs> the first three games uh, you know, obviously three draws and now uh, we've well, just Chelsea, another clean sheet, uh, and well, I, I mean, it, it, it was a bit of pressure, but once we got the goal, we didn't look in that much danger, did we? No, and it, uh, it's turned into one of those nights where there's nothing better than being a blue, hasn't it? You know, we always knew with it, uh, the atmosphere would be rocking at Goodison uh, with an evening game, and, and it was. Uh, second half there, the, the Goodison crowd were just singing their, their hearts out for the lads, uh, and we weathered a little bit of a storm in the second half for a while there, but then um, I thought came back into the game and, uh, and looked dangerous again in the second half. And everyone knew, everyone knew uh, Naismith had come in and do the job, didn't they? Let's never hear a bad word said about Stevie Naismith again. Uh, he, 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 got a, he got a really good round of applause when he came off. Standard ovation. Uh, everybody, as well as the goal, everyone saw that he put a shift in. There's a few wayward balls, but if he carries on like that, you know, I, I think he's going to win Blues over, hasn't he? You know, but then he'll probably, probably have a disappointing performance next week. And people will forget about this. Well, let's, at the moment, let's not talk about next week of disappointing performances. Um, great win by the Blues. Uh, is your man a match, Sean? I'll go, I'll go with Barry because I, although I thought Lee Smith uh, I thought I thought Gary, Gary Barry today was superb. Uh, someone, you know, he, he, he faded a little bit. He had a really good first half, faded a little bit, came back on in the last 10-15 minutes. Um, 
Tyson. Yes, as I say, some of his touches. I think you notice that from uh, when, when players come from the top clubs, the touch just seems they seem to have a little bit more time. Yeah, so obviously we're back in players uh, after the game now. We're here with a first special guest on our podcast, and it's uh, Everton's best ever left foot, Kevin Sheedy, with us at the moment. Kevin, just ask you for your thoughts on today's game. Uh, I thought it was an excellent performance. Uh, the lads really dug deep uh, against a very good Chelsea side. Uh, we probably rode it up a little bit first half, particularly with the chances they missed, but uh, we, we deserved that with the effort and commitment and the spirit of play. So, and as the game went, went on, we, we looked a stronger team, and you know we could got a second really to kill, kill the game off but it was a it was an enthralling game it was end to end it was everything that you know you want to see in a game and I thought the supporters were magnificent as well the atmosphere was like it was in, in the 80s it was like you know real real proper football game and uh, I think that's you know a massive result for us you know if we'd got beat today three points in a four game but that, that win will give everyone the confidence that you know we are a good side and uh, it was some excellent performances Kevin myself and John were discussing uh, before you joined and we, we both picked Gaz Barry for Man of the Match today because it was an excellent debut performance what did you think of his performance yourself? Yeah I thought it was excellent he's a, he's a top player you know you don't play for Man City with the, the squad they've got and be a regular um, and he, he, he makes time for himself he's always composed he hardly put a foot wrong he got some crucial challenges in particularly one where there was a, a mistake with him uh, but he recovered and, and uh, you know, made a, a great tackle but I thought, I thought he, 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 he had to find a player who didn't perform really well I thought it was a, a top-class performance. Um, Naismith, you know, worked tirelessly. He won every header. Uh, deservedly got his goal. Uh, worked his socks off defensively. I think if you go through, Ozzy was, was magnificent. Uh, the back four, you know, so I think if you're looking at, oh, yes, Gareth Barry played probably, you know, had a really excellent game. But I think as a team, I think it was a great performance. Yeah, just before we started the recording as well, uh, you just tell us about your, your day uh, with, 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 the, with the youngsters. Uh, can you tell us a, a little bit about the day? Yeah, we, um, you know, we're doing quite well at the moment. Probably our first half performance wasn't as good as what we played this season. Uh, we were trying ourselves 2-1 down, but uh, we rallied the second half, performed uh, really well, passed the ball, created uh, enough chances, you know, could have won 3-4. Uh, you know, we won 3-2, but uh, it, was, it was a good performance, so it keeps our run going and you know, the confidence is there for the players. So the future's bright as well? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we've got some good players. They, you know, they've got potential, so we'll, we'll do the best we can with them. And hopefully we can uh, produce another off parties. Uh, and just finally, Kev, obviously, uh, you've got some after dinner speaking to do today, so we'll let you get on with that. But um, just wondering, have you noticed any uh, any differences in the club since Roberto Martinez has come in? Is there any sea change in sort of, you know, what's filtering down right the way through the club at all from, from David Moyes? Um, I, well, I think if I'm speaking through the academy, the, the under 18s, uh, we, we don't really need to change the way we play because we've been playing that way. We play from the back, we play through midfield, we get a lot of possession. Uh, so that's the way the, the manager wants to play. And I think he's, he'll introduce that in with the first team. They'll, they'll need to mix it up a little bit to start with, uh, get the, the support to be patient. But it's just going to show you can do, you know, the team can do both. And it was a really uh, high tempo game today, which the, the players did really well. Okay. Thank you, Sam. Okay. So at the moment we've got Fred Orlando with us, long time Everton supporter. Uh, and what did you think of today's game? Fred, good results? Yes, it was a good result. Um, Chelsea had the chances, but that's their problem, isn't it? You know, we took our one, and they did not say about three or four good ones, which they didn't take. And the money they paid, you would expect better finishing, better quality finishing, which they didn't do, you know. 
Well, that's it. You talk about the money they paid. Uh, probably the best player on the pitch today was a lad we got for nothing, Gareth Barry. Thought he had a yeah, good game for the day. Very impressive, lad. Very impressed on his commitment. Well, when he saw how he saved that goal, when, when he, got, he made a mistake and passed it through the lad. Yeah. You know, that, that was, he, he came from nowhere to make that sort of block tackle. You know, saved the goal, a certain goal. No thanks to Mr. Howard. I don't know what Howard was thinking then when he did that. I don't know either, you know. I really don't. So, are you can't watch your uh, mood now for the rest of the season? Are you there? I think we're, doing, we're going to do quite well. Yeah. Quite well, you know. Obviously, it's in the East and the squad, but basically, well, I looking think at the squad's today, looking stronger than it has for a long time. Oh, it is, it is. It is looking a lot stronger. And we've got so many good players that are coming through, you know. Obviously, you know, they're going to build the squad up even further. I'm quite pleased. So that was the thoughts of uh, Freddie, and Freddie's uh, been involved in amateur football for a long time now, another Liverpool. About 50 years. About 50 years, so this man knows what he's talking about, so uh, this man talks sense. Okay, so we give you a taste of before, during and after the match there. Uh, hope you've enjoyed the podcast uh, and had a little bit of a taste of what it's like to be around the game at a, a, on a match day. Great results. We've seen the highlights since and obviously Chelsea looked like they had a fair few chances and they had a shout for a penalty, which actually wasn't. They didn't seem to show uh, a few of the incidents where you know Luis could have got sent off and Mikel could have gone for a second. Um, but on reflection... Great result. Uh, bring on West Ham next week. Uh, we're just going to leave you with another little uh, little bit of Paul's talk with Kevin Sheedy. And you can catch our normal podcast on Thursday. Uh, the usual outlets uh, on SoundCloud. Subscribe to iTunes. And we're now on the Stitcher app. So check us out on there. Cheers. This is the first one of the season, so we're going to start at last season, go through pre-season and then uh, where we are today. Uh, obviously, with uh, David Moyes gone, uh, what were your opinions on the Roberto Martinez appointment? I thought it was a good appointment. Um, if he got beaten today, probably there'd be a few people a bit sceptical. But uh, he'll, he'll play football, but also the, the spirit of the play show today, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Um, well deserved. I mean, we rode it back a little bit, but um, his style of play, he'll be one to play. Uh, but also the Everton way as well, when we need to get it forward. Um, but for you know, the young players at the, at the club now, they'll, they'll get an opportunity. I think it's you know it's easy to say now, but Ross Barkley, if David Moyes was still here, he wouldn't be playing because t- today he showed what he can do, and he's an outstanding talent. I mean, he was first in pass top-class players here, by the way. Chelsea are top-class side, and at times he was bursting past them. A couple of times decision-making wasn't, wasn't the best, but he always felt something was going to happen. So for Ross Barkley. The best move was Martinez coming here, and that'll be the same for the other young lads who never get a chance. Uh, that 
happened at the West Brom on a DVH side. You talk about Ross Barkley, you say he's gone past top class players, Chelsea's top class team. Does that mean come this time next year, Ross Barkley will be playing for a supposed top class team? Well, hopefully not, so we want to keep, on to, to keep hold of the best players, um, but that's, that's the technology, it's top class what she is, then obviously the so-called bigger clubs will, will pay the money and unfortunately we won't be able to say no to it, but uh, you know, he's, he's learning this trade, he's showed, you know, he's in the England team, he showed what he can do and uh, if someone does come by it will be for a lot of money, but you know, if you're going to build the team for the future, you need to build the team and Ross Barkley. Uh, the Martinez appointment, how has that affected your particular role within the club? Uh, not at all. Um, the football we played under 18 level is exactly what he wants. Um, our academy manager, Alan Liverpool, went to see him the other day, and the stats that we've produced this season, possession wise, uh, pass completion, it blew him out the water because we played total football. Um, it's it's a development of kids under 18, so we're making them better players. So actually, he, he, he can't improve what we're doing. We're doing the right thing. We're playing the right way. So it'll just be, you know, continue what you're doing. The last one about the transition uh, from Maurice to Martinez. Uh, uh, what's the general atmosphere like uh, in and around Goodison and Finch Farm? It's as it is. I mean, we're even better after today. Um, it's a new new regime, new, new coaches staff have come in right the way through, so it takes time for, that, for them to settle in, but certainly uh, they're a lot more pleasant, uh, the managers introduced themselves to everybody, uh, the kitchen staff, um, you know, everybody, so he's made a point of that, so um, he's already made an impression as to what the, the last manager, manager did. For pre-season uh, into uh, the, the squad, obviously this player's gone out. Had a Chambers left, Fellaini's left, and uh, we brought in a couple of low signings. Uh, Alcaraz a free sign. We brought Kone in. Are there any players that you think are a definite plus to the squad, and anyone that you're not too sure about? No, I think he's he brought some good players in. Lukaku, it's a, a great signing. Um, McCarthy's a lot of money, but he will be a, a good player in the long term. Uh, so I think he's, he's done well in the in the market there. Uh, you're looking at Morales when he went up front today. I thought he was uh, he was excellent down the middle on his own. So he's got uh, he's got flexibility with the players that he's already inherited, and I think he's he's added to it as well. So um, yeah, there's some good players, and I think he likes to change the systems and, and move players around. And I think he's got a, a bit more flexibility in, in the squad that he's got now. Uh we're talking about the centre forwards, uh, obviously Lukaku's coming. Uh, we've got Yelovic up front, he's brought Kone in, he's now got Lukaku. It almost seems like we've got three decent centre forwards, but only one spot available. Was that Yelovic's last go today, you think? Or? No, I don't think so. I think he's just going through a little period where it's not coming off him, but he certainly worked his socks off today. Uh, he tried everything, you know, sometimes it's difficult as a lone striker. Um, but he, he, you know, it's the football side of it is sometimes strikers go through that where he's not getting hold of it and, and things aren't going through. But he had a, a big impact in the goal, you know, a great header back for, for Naismith. So, but, you know, a little thing like that will give him confidence. I'm sure that he'll keep getting in situations. And once the strikers start scoring a goal, his confidence will come back. So, uh, no, I wouldn't say to yes at all that that would be, uh, you know, if we, we won't be playing. Uh, just to, to sum up the start of the season, 2-2 at Norwich, 
seems a little bit of a freak result at the minute because we were scoring goals and conceding them. We're at two nil nils and a one nil. Do you think it's going to be a season where it's it's tight scoring goals and we're not conceding many? I think it's been a good start. I thought Norwich away, even though you know we expected to go and win there. I think home game. I thought that was for Norwich. I thought that was a good draw. Um, I watched the West Brom game and thought that was a game we should have won. Uh, we didn't really um, have the sort of pressure that we had today um, playing at the post later on, so that was probably two points dropped. Um, Cardiff, they just beat Man City home, you know, real passionate crowd down there. So, you know, we didn't get beat. So, with the, with the win today, I think that's, that's turned the corner. If we got beat today, three points, you know, you're down the bottom, you know, confidence you go to West Ham. It's a different story now. We went today, everyone's on a high. The supporters will be buzzing, the, the players themselves, the confidence they just beat one of the teams is going to be challenging for the Premiership. So uh, we're expecting now to go to West Ham and not get beat, and we can win it as well. <laughs>